every 40 seconds we lose an individual to suicide every 41 seconds a family is bereaved of a loved one every year 700000 people die by suicide suicide is preventable we are losing our loved ones to a preventable cause of death something for all of us to think about and to see what we can do as individuals to be a part of suicide prevention you're listening to the mind pot conversations on mental health brought to you by myopchar and the fortis national mental health program i'm dr samir parekh i'm a psychiatrist today we are going to talk about suicide prevention i'm joined by divya jain sport and counseling psychologist kamna chibber clinical psychologist they're both working at the fortis national mental health program fortis healthcare coming to you divya even today when we've decriminalized suicide attempts even today when so many conversations around mental health are happening mental health largely stigmatized help seeking behavior in almost 75% of the people who may be struggling with mental health concerns is missing because of the kind of vectors stereotypy discrimination that individuals experience when it comes to mental health and seeking help for mental health when you look at suicide the kind of stigma stereotypy that is there prevents people from seeking help i think that's where this conversation becomes important do you help us understand what are the common aspects to death by suicide in terms of causes so a lot of times when we hear about suicide in the community we hear things like this child uh, took this step because they failed in an examination or because there was a distress in a relationship but what we need to understand is that there are multiple factors multiple vectors that actually lead someone to take this step so we have the proximal stress yes which could be a sudden sudden stressor that comes into a person's life but we also have to look at what are called distal factors which is aspects that have been impacting this person for a prolonged period of time so it could be biological aspects it, we now well understand that a majority of suicides actually have an underlying mental health condition associated with them people who experience a traumatic event are more likely to take this step aspects of our personality the way that we cope with situations also have an impact at the same time we also have to look at the underlying socio cultural context that this person is based in so it's only when we look at this context the distal long term factors as well as the immediate stress that has come in that we truly get an accurate picture of what must have taken place yes and in our conversations we are so focused upon what happened around that time or that day 
that we don't realize that the vulnerability was happening a long back and not just the biological medical factors like depression and mental ailments social parameters economic parameters also play a significant part in fact i have been saying this for a while now that somewhere the world needs to think about when we talk about equity equality we need to think about how do we create mechanisms of social and economic security for people so when they go through struggles there are mechanisms support systems which are there when people are struggling coming to you kamna uh, tell us a bit about these two uh, aspects which are correlated with uh, suicide prevention especially the bodhas phenomena and uh, the papagino's effect where the social milieu has a significant impact on um, suicide so the two effects that you're talking about the first one is the wodos uh, syndrome which came to light in the 1700s um this was a time when goth had written a book which was titled the sorrows of young wodo in which there was a portrayal of the main character who was a young individual who died by suicide on account of a failed relationship and what that led to was a widespread imitation by young people across europe and uh, there was the understanding of uh, which was garnered about copycat suicides where young people can end up imitating a behavior which is portrayed not just because they identify with what is happening in that particular situation but can you also get easily influenced by what is being talked of in that particular media this brought to light the idea of cap- copycat suicides and also about suicide contagion and the necessity uh, to look at how we tend to communicate about suicides and how these are reported by and within media and the sec- so uh, before you come to uh, papa gino's i just want to ask a couple of specific questions to this because i think this is a very important aspect that how conversations around suicide can themselves impact an individual who is going through a vulnerability uh, before i come to you divya on uh, the guidelines for reportage come uh, now there are lots of aspects around the language we choose if you can help us understand that because not knowingly we use it in our day to day lives not realizing that it has an impact on people while we are talking about the wordhas aspect here it is our understanding which has come about over years of research that the kind of language which is used needs to be extremely sensitive a lot of times when we are communicating about mental health and not just about suicides the the language used tends to place blame on another individual who is going through that experience at that time and one of the common um, phrases which has been modified over the years and where a lot of corrective measures need to be implemented is we previously used to often utilize the phrase committed suicide where you tend to put the blame onto the individual and it places a lot of responsibility without giving them the the space to be able to understand that there is an experience or there could be a medical condition or there could be certain factors which are leading to that particular situation for that person and over time we have recognized that we should not be using phrases like 
committed suicide but use something uh, use it or talk about it differently as dying by suicide instead it's extremely important that we maintain that sensitivity in how we are talking about or talking to individuals as well when they are experiencing mental health concerns uh one of the most important elements also is that there is a lot of phraseology which gets uh, utilized by people when they are going through these uh concerns where they may be con- contemplating or thinking of um a self harm and they can use terminologies or statements like i hate my life i wish i could go somewhere i don't think i wish i could sleep but never have to wake up a lot of these statements often get ignored and people do not tend to necessarily give them the kind of importance that they do deserve and it's extremely important that if you have someone who is around you who may be sharing these kind of statements with you you don't ignore it and you don't tell them that forget about it why are you saying these things you should not be thinking about um uh, these aspects it's instead important to try and understand where these may be emanating from what is the experience for the individual and how do you help them bring about a shift in that thought process either by continually giving them the kind of support and also by connecting them to the right experts for the same do we are coming to you there are guidelines around reportage of suicide especially for media which have been shared by who as well uh, picking up from what kamna was saying that use the right words be sensitive be responsible so if you can share some of these uh, guidelines uh, for media news agencies need to take this opportunity whenever reporting a suicide to educate people about suicide we need to avoid language which sensationalizes or normalizes suicide or very importantly presents it as a solution to a problem it's imperative to avoid very prominent placement and undue repetitions of the same story over and over avoid explicit descriptions of the method used or the place the site that was involved headlines need to be worded carefully uh, reporters need to exercise caution in using photographs or video footage as well uh, there needs to be particular emphasis particular care in reporting celebrity suicides which again relates to what kamna was talking about the phenomena of copycat suicides understanding the impact that that could have we need to show due consideration for people who have been bereaved by suicide because as one person ends their life there are so many people who are affected by that act most importantly provide information about where to seek help providing information about helplines at that time can be extremely helpful so what we realize here is um when kamna talked about word and the copycat one realized that how you talk about what you portray what is understood by people can also have an impact similarly when we report in media death by suicide it's so important to be careful in the way this narrative is presented so that rather than it having any chance of bringing about a further copycat from the hundreds and thousands of people who are listening and there would be some vulnerable people at this moment in time who are listening or reading this news story and to the other side comes the papagino's effect as to how the same people around us can actually have a positive impact on us coming back to you kamna the papagino's effect 
when we look at the Papagino's effect, it was recognized when Mozart's play, uh, The Magic Flute, was uh, introduced. And that was where the play reinforces that when you have support systems around you, an act of suicide can be prevented. And in that particular play, it was the presence of three uh, friends around the main character who were able to help point out that there are uh, different alternatives, uh, different ways in which the individual could uh, build a perspective and move forward in their life. And uh, Papa Gino's effect is something that we tend to emphasize on because there is a fine line between how suicides are talked about, how the reportage happens around them, and which could strongly influence and impact the ways in which people take the message away about taking care of themselves and supporting those around them who may require much needed care and support as well. Yes. So when the same conversation not presented in the right manner or a sensitive manner can be a word as copycat, but it could, when done in the right way, when you are able to show and instill hope, able to show that there is something that we can do that can bring us out of this situation, that hope brought in by the friends, by the conversations around us, can actually help a person go through that moment in crisis and have a real positive impact. And that's the Papa Gino's effect. And somewhere all of us need to look at how do we ensure that there is more of Papa Gino's effect happening around our lives. If we are coming to you, there's a lot of conversation around how helplines can make an impact and prevent suicides. A lot of times, the trigger to suicide can be a feeling of isolation, a feeling of loneliness, feeling like no one can understand us or help us. And it's here that helplines become very, very crucial because they provide immediate and accessible help right away just by the click of a button. And what they do is they create an accepting, caring environment where the person may express whatever it is that they are experiencing, provide certain immediate solutions to engage this person in conversation, to de-escalate the immediate distress or agitation this person is, is feeling, connect them to their loved ones, connect them to people that they can talk to and essentially de-escalate the situation at that time. Kamina, what can we do at various levels to uh, move towards suicide prevention in a realistic manner? I think two, three things are extremely important. Um, starting at the larger level, which is at the level of the society, it's extremely important that we start conversations and continue to increase the conversations that happen around mental health, mental well-being, mental illnesses, pointing people towards the right kind of resources and understanding of what happens when an individual is experiencing a mental health related concern and what are the things that they can do in order to be able to take care of themselves. It's extremely important to have these conversations because that is how you tend to combat the myths, the misconceptions and the stigma that is still continuing to be associated with mental health. And it's important for us to focus on these aspects and ensure that there is greater dissemination of information to people. Uh, I think another aspect which uh, would be extremely helpful is to focus on building uh, awareness of the right kind of helplines and pointing people towards those resources, giving them an understanding of where is it that they can go to seek help for their own selves. 
that is at a societal level at a community level which is where we need to focus and i think for uh, families for peers of individuals what's extremely important is to understand that any individual can have a mental health related illness it does not indicate any sort of a weakness or a fault within them so it's important that you not question their experience instead try and build an understanding of what may be going on for that individual seek inputs from them learn to listen you are uh, required to try and understand their experience so that you can help provide them with the right kind of support and direct them towards the right kind of help but if you're not going to take an approach where you're actively listening and understanding their experiences instead you're being dismissive or you're questioning what they're going through it is very likely that they will go into a shell they will start isolating themselves and instead whatever is the mental state that is currently there for that individual that can become further enhanced and perpetuated which could lead to difficult outcomes for this individual in the future and so it's very important that you look at listening and look out for the kind of signs which could indicate towards the presence of a mental health related concern which an individual may be going through for the person who is going through a mental health related issue it's very important that you do not dismiss what you are going through yourself whether you are surrounded by people around you who can understand things or not you need to trust in the experience that you're having believe that you need to find the kind of help which would allow you to be able to shift uh, the kind of thoughts the kind of emotional experiences which are leading to that heightened distress and escalation of the emotional experience for you and it's extremely essential that you not be dismissive of your own self or question what you're going through if you don't know who is the right expert for you reach out to any particular um individual who may be able to give you the right kind of support talk to a family member talk to a friend talk to your general physician talk to any doctor if you are not sure about who do you need to reach out to talking to someone will eventually lead you to some sort of uh, understanding of what are the right resources that you can tap into to take care of your own health and well-being in the long run suicides are preventable that is a fact which basically means every time we lose an individual to death by suicide we fail because a preventable cause of death we were not able to collectively prevent yes mental health and suicide has a significant correlation so are breaking through the walls of stigma and discrimination ensuring early identification and care do have a significant role in suicide prevention at the same time our social support systems when we are struggling with relationships our skills to deal with pressures of life also are very important these skills need to be a part of our curriculum as young people go to schools and become adults our social support system needs to be there and provide care comfort during difficult times so that we see hope it's when we lose hope where the concerns are 
so the society around me when i am struggling needs to also find a way that i see hope and be a papa gino effect for me at the same time more and more helplines should be there so that when individuals are in a crisis they can take guidance and support at that moment yes talking talking to people sharing your distress is important and for that mental health needs to be prioritized our well-being needs to be prioritized especially at workplaces the environment that we have that can help people seek help without hesitation when they are struggling needs to be there the larger level i believe all countries need to come together on suicide prevention have policies around it i also believe that economic security and social security needs to be there for all of us because vulnerability to stress something that may happen in our life is always going to be there it's what support systems what skill sets what provisions are there for individuals that can help them in those difficult moments all of this together is only possible when each one of us realizes that when it comes to suicide prevention we all have a role to play let's work towards suicide prevention let that be an honest introspection an honest responsibility an honest pledge that we make to ourselves you're listening to the mind pod conversations on mental health brought to you by mind char and the fortis national mental health program fortis healthcare stay tuned in keep listening join us in the next episode as we continue with these conversations that matter